You're tuning in to Pastar Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro Center Dan Copen. Is your phone off? Uh, my phone's off. Bluetooth is connected, but my phone is off, so we shouldn't hear any more dings. All right, we'll get we'll get to that. Here we go. Episode twenty four, past mm-hmm. our prime, powered by Squad Locker. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, Tep. We just talked about getting a little higher table in here, maybe. I, so we're more it just at like seems a bar. Low, and then maybe higher and wider, but then Max would be pushed and squished into the corner because yeah. like, I feel like this is in the way, and then. We're, we'll figure well, it out. We're set up well. well it sounds it good. As long as the sound is so good. There's I'm getting, always, always room for change. We'll figure it out as we go. I'm getting um, text messages from Josh Mickey, if you, who's if, next week's guest. He's firing stories at me right now. So and if you a hear a phone, it's because of your your phone is connected to Bluetooth, and we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> um, but it is playoff hockey time. It is. Which yep. I don't care who you root for. It mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. You can watch any game. We're going to have uh, Tiffany Omacholi. Mm-hmm. Uh, come up, who is a women's former women's hockey player for U- UConn in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, Division One hockey background from Canada, so she has oh, to yeah. play hockey. I think ha- I think it's a mandatory rule. Yeah, so she's been in the apparel game for a long time. You know, with us, with some other companies before Squad Locker, Turfer, Tiffany actually kind of like hired me back in the day. So you owe her one. I, I definitely do. So uh, she's also married to uh, a great hockey player as well, Drew, who we had on in our <laughs> opening practice, practice episodes. Practice we got to bring yeah. him back for yeah, sure. Yeah. No, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we, we, we should bring we'll him bring back. We'll bring him back on. But, I mean, she lived for a while. She lived in Italy. So they, they went over there. He coached over yeah, there. He was, Tiff playing, was yeah, yeah. working yep. for Squad Locker, but living in Italy. Is that That's right, Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still working Absolutely. Still working here, like pre-COVID. She was working uh, oh, from yeah, home. Oh, yeah. From, yeah, she's... Cortina? Cortina. We'll talk to her about Cortina, because I know that that's a beautiful place. So, one of the most beautiful places in the world, from what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't been there. I was going to say, have you been there? <laughs> have not been there. Um, we, well, did, did you watch any of the games? I watched last night. Last night I watched two periods. I watched the second two periods. Last night, so you're going to date us. Bruins, well, Capitals. Game two. Game two. Right. Game two I watched. Do you do you like hockey? I So I, I really like playoff hockey. I like hockey when it feels intense out there. I'm not like a mid-season hockey person. Just like I'm not a mid-season baseball person, though, too. I don't love to like really tune into tons of baseball games, like when it's the dog days, you know, like end of July. Well, th- I mean, there's a lot of games. There's no practice. You guys just play games, right? Just That's games. What well, you practice so, before. You know, yeah. practice is like batting practice. That's I'm, what that is. I'm kind of thinking, so I just don't think, I mean, playoff hockey – the intensity and the level of play and the speed and the the the, um, the hits is incredible, but it's those it's guys, another gear. Though it is another gear, yeah. I get that. But those guys play. I'm just saying, the, like that sport, you have to play hard all the time, and yeah. I get it. You like no, I mean, skate hard. Like yeah, you absolutely. go you go from like football preseason, right? That's yep. one speed. You go to the regular season, it kicks up a notch. Mm-hmm. But it's still like balls out every play, right? Yeah, yep. And then you definitely feel that extra, that extra little little, uh, you know, one and done type attitude yep. when you go into a playoff into a football game. Like, hey, if we don't play well today, yeah, it's one day. You one know, game. you have one time, mm-hmm. or else you're going home and you're done. You lose nothing yep. else. So I, you feel that as a player. Mm-hmm. My question is, does baseball feel it? Because it doesn't. I don't want to put you down. Matchups, matchups. I just think it doesn't translate through the TV. Physically. Maybe, or maybe it translate. Maybe, maybe there's an like a, an extra thing in in the the stadiums. Well, you'll see with the guys, fans like like hey yeah they, they, they're going to get into a little bit more. Yes, I just don't see the transition from baseball as much as I do, let's say football and hockey. I, I think it's because it's not like an out hustle you sport, right? Like, if what's the pitcher going to do? Try extra hard to throw harder? No, it's like then he's worse generally. Right, so it's a, it's a big game, big game, big players step up in baseball. Like you want, you want the ball in like your ace's hand in baseball, and like oh, that's yeah. a great game. You know what I mean? And then you gotta have other people step up. But nothing compares, though. I mean, so football is funny though because it's the only one that's not a series, right? It's right. one game. 
Yeah. So that's why there's tons of energy into that, and it's and it's football. So there's like a lot of energy there anyway. But hockey, there's no better playoff series other than hockey. I think that you can watch any. You can so fun to watch. You can watch any game, any team. Doesn't matter who you root for or anything. Even if you have an interest in the sport, like the uh, the Battle of Florida going on. I think Mm -hmm. Florida and Tampa Bay. I want to say that I heard or remember them coming into the league as expansion teams right around the same time, right? Yeah. Play yep. each other during the regular season, but this is the first time Florida and Tampa Bay have played each other in the playoffs. Mm. Holy crap. Yeah. It was, I mean, they were going yeah. after each other. It's sweet. I, that's what Nashville, Carolina, fun. you know, um, Anaheim, uh, Vegas is playing somebody. I forget who it was, but you just flip on a game and you can see, regardless, you know, stadiums aren't packed yet, which they mm-hmm. will be hopefully soon. Um, yep. I can't even like I'm, I'm excited to get the full attendance in there. I know for this like this year's playoff hockey. Football is going to be absolutely is, is, insane. Is hockey saying that they're going full attendance? I got I got I got to imagine just with what the news that came out you know in the last few days with yeah. the you know the the restrictions being eased, cities now opening up. The Red Sox May 29th yep. um, will be in full attendance at Fedway. Skylarker is maskless as of yesterday. Yeah, they man. said, you know, the the mask mandate is lifted, and the Rhode Island had a whole bunch of things lift on Tuesday, which is today. So, <laughs> but um, but there w- went to a bar restaurant on Saturday night after member guest, and it was crowded, very crowded. So people pretty are, busy. People are people are excited. They're yeah. gonna, they're going to want to get out and get back to normal. Hey, I feel bad if you're vaccinated. Why not? I felt bad for the bartenders because now you had a full bar. You had a lot of people there. It was music, but the bartenders still have the plexiglass and a glass up so they're trying to deliver beers under and over the thing and it's just wild oh, they got bar service now too oh yeah oh it, it was because it, it was well because it used to be waiter right you right, had to get a waitress five or a waiter. deep five deep behind the bar you know normal like reach over and try to buy beers and like people are going underneath the glass and around the glass so we so it's time to take the plexiglass down it's, i think so yeah it's getting there definitely getting there um, member, 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 member. Yeah, guest. so I played the member. Oh, did I say member guest? I yeah, I said so member guest. I played member, member at Quinesa this weekend. Stevie Reno and I are partners. For, uh, Saturday, Sunday, played all right. Finished second in the flight. Um, we didn't. We, I mean, we didn't go out there and and crush anybody. And you need to to get those points for yep. the week. There's five matches. Missed by one. Getting in the playoff. Getting in the fun playoff. So. You know, one putt rolls in. It's a different different weekend. Got to grind a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Oh, uh, the, yeah. the, the great thing about those tournaments, and I've played in a few of them over the years, just the number of people. Um, shotgun start, obviously. Oh, but the bad. rounds are so slow. Oh, my God. It was it was tough. So it slow. was long. It, it, and the thing about a member member is usually they're a little bit faster because everybody knows the course, where the member guests are a little bit slower because, yep. you know, you're helping your partner read pots and do different things where all the members play there 100 times a year so it's um it was it was slow though we, we had 68 teams out there normally there's 60 so it was a little bit slower than normal but we can get it. i mean i by the way if i'm gonna be there i might as well be there yeah like it was fun time no never had some had, beers and don't have don't have a bad i played yeah. down um in caves valley last weekend for two rounds and the member member it wasn't a member member it wasn't a tournament it was just you know eight guys getting together and playing it was awesome. I mean, oh, it, it was the picture you it sent was, me. Yeah. It was. I mean, it's a I'll, beautiful place. I'll send place. it to you, Max. The picture the course, from uh, the course is outstanding. The you know the members yeah. there are great. The staff is great. Um, the groups that we had uh, were awesome. It's just it's a yeah. grind, and it. I mean, yeah, I was like, it's a lot. It, it, if you're not in the fairway at that course, you're just absolutely screwed. One, the the rough is very thick, so you got to mm-hmm. you know you really got to get your club through it to get it out of it. Um, but if you're not in the fairway, you're on like a side hill. Yep. So you're either your feet are above you or you're below or the ball's above you or, or below you. Mm-hmm. Some awkward shots, especially through that rough uh that, that rough, thick rough. Yeah. But I'm on Saturday morning, we played Friday afternoon, then we played Saturday. I was just exhausted. Exhaust my back hurt. My back hurt. My legs weren't there. I'm trying to do everything with arms, and it gave me a little bit more of an appreciation, especially with the PGA Championship coming up this week. What those guys go through and how every shot means something. Yeah, it is. I mean, it doesn't look exhausting. You know, they're not carrying their bag. They're just walking around, Mm -hmm. hitting a ball, and all that stuff. But there's so much focus that goes into every shot that at the end of four rounds, like. 
Their hands must hurt. Yeah. You know, their brain hurts. Everything matters. And that, you know, mm-hmm. the, you know, one stroke can make a difference. Or no, I mean, first and second, which bucks. is <laughs> a lot of money. Right? It's a lot. So you're right. Uh, we'll send the the picture of your, your cabin, though, that overlooked one. What hole is that? Beautiful hole. One. Right down one. Right oh, down so your one. cabin's right on one. You had a fire pit out there. I'm guessing you lit that up that night. We did, but the, that by the, the problem is the fire pit didn't get any heat off. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it looked really nice, yeah. but well, it still got cold. Difference in temperature right now, though. The last couple of days has been 80 degrees. Beautiful Sun. out here. We got so summer we're starting coming. to starting to come. You got shorts and a tee on today. Might as well. I want the pink. I want, I'm, it's it's summertime now. We're starting to get there. I actually laid outside a little bit on a couple calls. Get a little sun on the on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Memorial Day is upon us. Yeah, Memorial Day is upon us. That's what I sent you. So, uh, in the meantime, though, I UPS came, dropped off a package. I was all excited. I was like, "What did I buy?" If this works, this I, uh, this might be what a, this, what a day. Episode twenty four might be the best ep- episode if this works. <laughs> exactly. So, I get a package dropped off. I'm all fired up. Um, I'm like, I wonder what it is. And I, <laughs> what, I wonder I, what I ordered I, in the middle I, of the night. Yeah, I go outside. I look in the uh, – it was actually in the mailbox. So I was like, oh, it wasn't something that big. I open up the mail. I see TD Bank. I don't do my banking with TD Bank. Nope, no problems to TD Bank. No. TD Bank's great bank. But I do my – you know, Bank of America. So uh, everything through it. I got Amex too. But you go, TD Bank, like what's this? Open it up. It's checks that are my name on them, my address – 500 checks, you know, five books of checks. Hey, thanks for opening your account. Here's the checks that you got. Red red alert, red alert. Alarms going off in my brain. (laughs) I'm going, okay, something's happening here. This is an identity theft situation, which sounds sounds like an episode, right, Max? Yep. Oh, you got some sound going on right now? Oh, I thought I heard. I thought I heard no, like I a background, like kind of cool sound that you were about to play. <laughs> so I was all excited, <laughs> like story time, like a crime, <laughs> like a crime series. So um, here's the deal, though, Dan, and I'm guessing that they're not this, you know, dumb God, of I, a criminal. I, I hope they are. They put the phone number on the check, though, or there is a phone number there on the is check. A phone number. I don't think that you need to have a phone number on the check. So like, it, they actually had to punch it in. So what I'm wondering is, do they need a phone number to call them back to then access a credit card or something, try to open a credit card? First of all, I've already got all the things in place. All the blocks are in place for uh, scams like now. I mean, you the know, information's it, out there. but It's just it's more of a pain in the ass right now yeah. for you. Like, it's just oh, like, okay, yeah, good. it happens or the, whatever. Now, this evening, I've got to make, what, five phone calls oh. to different things? Oh, and then it's switching oh. credit cards online oh. which one's amazon Bill pays like, it's uh, yeah. oh it's a pain in nightmare the nightmare coming up for me for the next like 12 hours like sitting in front of the computer um this is where we need an ad for like lifelock right now max like oh. imagine an ad read for lifelock right now well we can do one hey tip do you want to hit an ad read yeah, before i finish this, the story yeah, this, okay. let's just do it okay. i mean we'll take yeah, a break with it this one this one's for the hockey crowd right okay it is for the hockey crowd or yeah. anyone who really likes sharp looking gear Absolutely. Squad Locker just dropped their latest apparel line, CCM. They're fully customizable. You've struggled with that word twice now. Customizable. we got to change that word probably. Well, we got to have the ad people change the word. No, it's fine. We can get through it. This fully (laughs) (laughs) customizable. Spell it. Spell it. C-U-S-T-O-M-I-Z-A-B-L-E. Is he right? Customizable. I don't even know where it is. Yeah, that's right. You nice. got it. This okay. fully customizable line, incredible and impact with all the styles that the players want. And at Squad Locker, the Squad Locker, you'll find an edge you won't see anywhere else. Direct player mm. access and shop for gear all season long. Yep. Plus, super fast fulfillment right to their door with no minimums or windows ever. Yeah, it's beautiful. Check out right there, Dan. Check it. It was yeah. pro- it was pro- it was bad. <laughs> Check out the full line and more at squadlocker.com slash ccm. Very important line for us to add here at Squadlocker. Tons of hockey accounts. We're going to talk to Tiffa about it as well. See if she was a CCM person. So, tons with that. Um, Max, what I want to do next? I want to call this number. Uh, Are you going to pretend to be TD Bank? Oh, no, God, I'm going to pretend no, to be Tip no, Fairchild. No, no, and no, I'm going to get no, an address. I think you get no. I think you got to go. Hey, Mike Smith or whatever. <laughs> from Summit Brands? Do you want me to call them? No, no. Yeah. Oh, you know. <laughs> That's your thing. Yeah, Mike just, Smith. Um, <laughs> or uh, Matt Light used to call like uh, restaurants and all that stuff. Yep. And he'd act like he was a manager for himself. He always used to use Phil oh, Ivey. Oh, I like that. Hey, yeah. This is Phil. Who's Phil Ivey? The Anybody poker room? player. Yeah, poker there you go. Player. Yep. Got it. 
Okay. You ready, Max? Is it, are, we, are we live on this? this yeah, you work? Should, it should work. There's no chance. I'm literally in the middle. I cross out the bottom numbers. I'm holding up the, the check. I'm calling this number on here. Can you imagine if somebody answers? There's no chance. This is going to be a real-time identity, fa- identity theft <laughs> interrogation that I'm about to take this person through. Are you going with TD Bank or are you going yourself? No, I'm going, hey, I, I, I hear you got a problem with me and you're trying to take my money. But someone, so, but is that the right approach? No. So should I play? Just I wish see, we could ask I, the listeners. I would say right if now. you say you're you, likely. they're just going to yeah. hang up. So if they okay. play along, maybe a little bit, and then you can okay. figure. I'll it say out. I'm from TD Bank. Ready? Oh, I. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. First of all, please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Nothing. Joe Theismann. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> no chance. Oh, man, I want an answer. I might leave a voicemail. This this phone goes to nowhere. The Google subscriber you have called is not available. Yeah, no chance. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Joseph Eisman here. Uh, calling about a recent bank account setup. I uh, just have a couple questions about it, seeing where the information is from and seeing if we can assist you here with some funds. Uh, again, Joe Theismann, looking forward to hearing back from you. Thank you. And you don't... And you don't leave a callback number. So <laughs> no, no, but I me, called from my number. Oh, God. <laughs> They're not going to figure that out even if they get that. There's no chance. Uh, Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, that was just random. Uh, that came out of nowhere. But, man, can you imagine if they call back right now? I'm going to leave it on. I'm going to leave it on. Okay, Max? Cool. No, they just gave you another hour. So what am I tonight. supposed to do here, though, Dan, about this? I mean, I'm nervous. Do we need... Did we, you call TD Bank yet? So I called TD Bank. What did they I say? did that. Um, they, said to call, they said to go on... First of all, it's tax day yesterday, too. So like, a lot of, a lot of stuff is happening in the accounts right now. That's why I'm really nervous. I'm sweating. Can you see the sweat? Yeah. It's right above your lip again. Yeah, because I already know there's some auto withdrawals coming out of the bank account for tax day. Now I see this thing going on. It's like, okay, so now I gotta, so I gotta pay so attention. So there's a lot in there to take yes. it out. <laughs> oh, boy, so there's, yeah. Well, like I had to have money in there to be able to take out, you know, the, the tax dollars. So, so now like, usually it's not usually like, how it works. well, but it's not like I could like go tuck these funds away right now. No, because it, 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 oh, hold on, I gotta run back. This is it. Do you know who this is? Hello? Hello? Yes. Well, uh, who is this? Joe. Okay, I just missed a call from this number. Yes, I just left a voicemail. I had a, a, some information about a bank account that was set up. What kind of bank account? Uh, it looks like a bank account, a checking account that was set up. But this wasn't the number that I called, though. It was a 914 number that I called. Well, I just had a missed call from this number. That's why I'm calling back. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see. You know what? Let me try you back in just a little bit. We'll see if I can get some more information out of you. Okay. What state are you in? Okay. Yeah, I don't think that was it. Do you think that was it? I don't think so. Well, it had to have been. That was me calling. She seemed pissed that she had to call you back. Uh, See, this is the game that the hackers play. I started getting a little sweaty. I don't even even know if you can air that. Do you think that's on the broadcast that we just did, Max? Well, no, yeah. we can air yeah. that. What do you mean? Rhode Rhode I don't know. That. You have no idea who it is? No clue. I didn't say that number. We don't know who it is. She, permission? Anything like that? It's Rhode Island. So Was hey. it a Rhode Island number no. that called back? No, North Carolina. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that was your... Uh, I don't it wasn't think that, that person? Was I don't think that was your uh, your guy. Well, your let's, so maybe we, you know, let's do a little bit more investigative work and we'll come back to this in the in the next episode. But the, what's in, the name of this episode it has to be like, you know... Uh, Columbo or something, <laughs> you know, I, Detective Fairchild. I, I want to be tipped. That's what. Yeah, that's what it's, it is. I mean, that's uh, whatever. So I mean, I guess I got to figure out this banking situation tonight. But no, hey, let's, we, let's, we uh, did the ad read. We did. So we're good there. Why we, why, let's let's talk to Tiff. Well, let's jump to Tiff. Right. We'll ask Tiff about it too. We'll see if she's had her identity identity I got, thieved. I, identity. I got thefted. Stolen. Stolen. Stolen, stolen works. <laughs> I guess yeah. the chances of you know everybody getting their identity stolen is 
pretty it's high. getting high now. I think I've I mean three times maybe already, but I mean nothing like huge, just yeah. small stuff. You see it on the you know the activity on a, a <sighs> statement or you're checking it online. It's like, well, I didn't do that one and that one. The last one was international. Okay, that's tough, just, but it's still a pain in the ass. It was like a month ago too. Yeah. It was it was recently, and then you got to go change everything. Well, I'm anxious to see what I'm going to call that number back in the break. Okay. Okay. Let's right. talk to Tiff. All right. So okay, bye. Guest today, Tiffany Omacholi. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, <laughs> he did. Hockey superstar, played at UConn, right, Division One. has been in the apparel industry for a long time, so Tiff and I go way back to the turfer days and beyond. You're like employee three, basically. Yeah, <laughs> Four. pretty much. Like you're, you're early, early on, Tiff. So you've been one that we've wanted to bring on to see, you know, are the stories consistent? You know, like we talk about, we've so far, Dan and I have talked to a lot of our buddies and a lot of our friends, and it's a lot of the bus stories, and it's a lot of the plane stories, not on my side, because I was riding a dirty bus all over the place. <laughs> but, you know, are the same things happening in college hockey? That's one thing, you know, for, for women's college hockey. Are you just, giving, are you just giving an overview right I'm now? I'm giving an overview. Okay. Yeah, right. we're giving an overview. We're going to discuss that. Yeah. Um, the first thing that came up today is my identity got stolen this morning, Tiff. Full-fledged. Yeah. Oh, so, no. so I have checks that somebody created for, for TD Bank, and uh, we just called the person who put their phone number on here and set it up live, and they did answer. They yeah, called back, it, actually. It wasn't them. But it was not yeah. them. So, them. Uh, yeah, first question, have you ever dealt with identity theft? <laughs> Hopefully not. I have to say no. Okay, good. God, you're lucky. No, one. never yeah. never dealt with that. The, I mean, the, the worst thing I had as far as – having anything like that stolen was actually when we were living in Milan, when I was pregnant with Eliana, I got pickpocketed by An actual like, pickpocket. Oh, Slippery, well, like by the like professionals. Sticky fingers, sticky fingers yeah. McGee. Like <laughs> had my little backpack on here. We are getting on, you know, the, the trains in Milan and I got kind of like pushed from the back. Mm-hmm. And when we got to the next stop, my backpack had nothing in it. Like they like did one of these moves and like wow passport or just wallet and all Both like everything. Of our passports. Oh no! Yeah. So your Licenses. identity's out there somewhere, then Tiff. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, we don't. We, I mean, we we think they did it right and canceled everything, but who yeah. knows? We don't who even knows? speak the language. Yeah, maybe you so. can maybe you can fill tip in later on what he needs to do canceling yeah, got, everything. I wrote a whole list down talking to uh, whatever. Whoever TD Bank Bank people. <laughs> Did you say Dank? <laughs> dank people. So I got a big list of things to do tonight. And normally Tiff and I are on Slack late night trying to figure out what's going on, you know, trying to move product and everything. But today's more yeah. fun, Tiff. You know, so you're from Canada. You're a Canadian. U.S. Yes. citizen now? What's that? U.S. citizen now, though? I think when you get yeah, married. Yeah, I'm dual. I have, dual. We, I have both. That's yeah. how it works. And and Drew, who Drew was on an early episode of <laughs> ours that never really saw the light of day, but uh, it's out there, so we might have to bring him back on. He's dual citizenship as well, right? Yes, he has his Italian and American. So our daughter now has a, four, three options. Three? Three. Yeah, yeah four doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how yeah. you do it then. You, yeah. you want to have options. Exactly. I like that. That's right? a good idea. So Yeah. Was it forced on you that you had to play hockey as a young kid? Or is that just, is that like what everybody does in Canada? I mean, we haven't talked to any Canadians yet, really, but is that what uh, happens? Yeah. So, I mean, our whole family is a huge hockey family. So it wasn't forced. It was just like, it's what you did. Yeah. Uh, like my mom played until she was like 35, like even at way, well after she had, mm-hmm. she had us. My dad played. He was a referee after. Um my whole, yeah, my entire family, like I still have a cousin playing in the AHL in Iowa. Um, one of my cousins is married to Brian Ross from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, so she lives in Pittsburgh. The rest of the family is still, though, in Canada for the most part, other than my mom lives in Florida. But everybody else is my dad, my brother. They're all in Toronto. Most of them are all, you know, northern, uh, northern Ontario. So we're talking like four or five hours north mm-hmm. of Toronto. Is the, um, is the brother older or younger? My brother's younger. Younger. All right. Because if he was older, then the only time to spend time with your family would be probably on the ice, trying to you know yeah. skate. And, you know, when you're younger, you just get sort of 
carpooled around from hockey game to hockey game or hockey practice. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we, that's pretty much like our our parents. That was their whole social life was at the rink and at tournaments and stuff. Like when we, when my I went off to college and then my brother went and played juniors. And then it was like, oh, so now what do we do? Like they had yeah. like a whole, you know, depression of well now who do we make friends with? Yeah, so it exactly. was yeah, it was like it, it was life from like you know from when we were little. So, um, but I also played. Uh, when when I played, it wasn't like you didn't play hockey year round. You know, I played softball in the summer. I played soccer. Yeah. Um, you know, played basketball. Played every sport really. Um, but now, yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's, we usually ask that a lot of people like what else were you good at, right? You know, because there's a lot of people that, you know, like Brandon Barnes and he was on, like he was going to UCLA to play football and like Reed was going to play football. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people were going to do something, you know, because they were good at a couple things. Now it seems like though, every time we're talking to people or talking about kids, mm -hmm. it's like they only have one, even though you try to say like play as much as you can, it's like they're playing like one sport pretty much. Yeah, I mean. Trying to spread them out. I think it. I don't necessarily think it's the kids, Tiff, and you can agree with this or disagree, but it's kind of like the coaching is taking on a different thing where these coaches are just almost going like over over the top, overboard, crazy, where, yeah. all right, you got the off season right now. It's time for a kid to maybe rest from that certain sport that maybe it's number one. I don't care what number it is in the order of what he likes or doesn't like or she likes or doesn't like, but then the coach is going, let's do another tournament. Let's do another practice. Let's go to this camp or whatever. Mm -hmm. They don't give the kids enough time to sort of decompress from that sport. Yeah, I totally agree. And like I said, when I was growing up, that was – that was like your time to maybe if, if hockey was your serious sport to have a little fun and, and do something else. And especially, I mean, I know now that I'm a parent, I, I hope Eliana does something outdoors in the summer because being yeah. in a right, range, yeah, exactly. you know, like year round is a little bit rough. Um, and especially the fact that her dad's a hockey coach, that that'll be like major brink overload. Um, but yeah, I totally, totally agree like it's even as far as using different muscles like you know playing playing baseball i mean you're you're using a little you know some different skills some different muscles so that you you don't get injuries as much and yep. and you know we're fine there's so many little kids now that like you're at 12 and 13 years old that are like wearing themselves out already yeah they're hurt um, or they're burnt in, out in their one sport yep. you know yep. what yep. about what about growing up was it co-ed growing up with the uh the peewee bantam all that stuff or is there enough female because i guess like my son plays hockey now and when you see him in the younger ages it's co-ed right i don't think we have enough girls that are playing mm -hmm. hockey where they can um do a lot of teams yeah, yeah there are some organizations but i may mainly see that maybe as the older girls uh where they're yeah. on their own women's team so were you playing with the boys growing up and you know you know, skating with them. Yeah, I did actually. So when I, when I first started playing anything on the ice, it was ringette. It wasn't even hockey. And a lot of, a lot of people here don't even know ringette, but um, it's Not huge. No, we have no idea what Not you're talking about. Okay. So you guys will have to go look it <laughs> yeah. up after. All right. um, but it's another sport. Just it's, it's like hockey um, where you're playing on the ice. You have a goalie, but it's with a, a round rubber ring. And like with a hockey stick, but like chopped off. So you, you know, you're skating down the ice with keeping your stick within the ring. And there's some, you know, there's different, um, some different rules. Like you have to pass over the blue lines and, and different things. Um, but it's a very competitive sport. Like they have nationals, they have, you know, provincials that we used to go mm -hmm. to. And so that's where I first started playing like organized on ice sports. And then we moved from Northern Ontario to southern ontario and they didn't have it there so i started playing hockey when i was like eight so that's and that's like that's pretty late actually right. in canada mm -hmm. you know yeah. to, to be actually picking up hockey in general so um i started playing with the boys and i ended up, i played boys triple a hockey um till i was 13 mm -hmm. and then it, you know that then it was full contact and then i moved over to the girls well, that was a question we had, actually. Mm -hmm. That was one of the things, like, what were the differences in the sports? And even now, it's still, it's like, so is is women's college hockey, and we'll get down that path in a second, is that is that f considered full contact? I mean, I've, I mean, I went 
to a school that had women's hockey, went to plenty of hockey games, and like they're hitting technically, but there's not like full fledged open ice checking. I guess I don't know. Explain it to me a little. Exactly, that's the difference. Is I mean, you're still there's still contact. It's just not you can't just you can't leave somebody out in the yeah. you know center ice. Um, but it's definitely still a, def- a physical sport. It, you know, it was kind of, it was interesting to see um, when we were down in Florida this um, this winter, while uh, my husband was down there doing his, um, the like Hub City bubble thing for his junior team. Like they're 18 to 20 year old guys, right? And they played the, the women's, uh, professional women's hockey league down there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was it was awkward to watch them play against the girls like or against the women yeah. because it, they didn't know how you know they couldn't check you could really see the difference of their game compared to you know the women's game because they were very hesitant they were almost awkward they were like they didn't know how hard to go versus you know um, but the girls I mean they were pretty physical against them on the flip side mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah it's, it, I mean it's definitely a different level of, of physicality, but, um, you know, it's still a bump and grind. Yeah. Bump and grind. For sure. What is, who sings that? Bump and grind? Is that a song? I, I don't know. I don't think it's a song. <laughs> it, oh, it's just a dance move. Yeah. Okay. Got it. It's a dance move or a women's hockey move. Got it. So Tiff, take us through, take us through, um, how do you get recruited to go to UConn or like, or is it like, were you on the, well, no, because I mean, it, like, because you, you know, there's like Title Nine and everything was coming up, but I'm assuming scholarships then were actually like pretty popular because, like, we're you're young, I'm young, Dan's a little bit older, but you know, like it. scholarships <laughs> are there for it. It's now it's like almost dead equal, probably like across the board, but I'm sure they're there. Take us through that recruiting process, like, and then where else were you gonna go? Were there any other spots? Yeah, so it's funny actually. The um so the really the, the the way that UConn women's hockey became a, a full scholarship sport was because of football at UConn. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think we got UConn ended up with women's hockey, um, lacrosse, and rowing all because of um, Title Nine with because of the, the amount of football scholarships they had mm-hmm. ships that they had to give out. So um, you know, we were definitely fortunate on that end of it. Um, I was playing in Michigan at the time for Bell Tire, which is, you know, like a, the triple A under 19 team, um, for women there. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were, we went to nationals, we won nationals our junior year. So we had a lot of our, our, almost all of our seniors went division one. So we had a lot of eyes on us as it was, um, our junior year. Um, and then the opportunity at UConn came up and it was like a, it was, it was kind of a perfect fit for me. I, I, I didn't, want to do the, you know, Boston or like any kind of city, um, stores. I was, as soon as I visited, it was awesome. It's like, it's like in the middle of nowhere by itself. Um, you could walk around campus, you know, not have to, not have to worry about walking late night or anything. Um, you know, it was, it was a, it was a really cool campus. And now, I mean, they're getting a $70 million rank and I mean, the whole campus is completely redone. So, I wish I could go back now, but yeah, um, it. was, it's, it's amazing was this, how everything comes after you leave. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you're we the people like that grew two it. Two bars and a subway. Yeah. And now they have a whole town with like all these nice restaurants and new apartments and brand new sheet of ice yeah. coming. Life would have been good. Were you there yeah. Tiff, when the, when basketball was at its Yukon peak? I think you were right. Was that, that's yeah, when that was like the heyday, right? In 04, when they both won the national championship. That's what I thought. Yeah, because yeah. I know the women's team is always good, but there was a run there where it was like the men's and women's team were like unbelievable. So you were there right that you that was right when you were there. Not to not yeah, to date. Yeah, yet. so 2000, 2004 was the was the you know the big year when they both yeah. won. It was crazy. We actually lived. Um, so a lot of the athletes lived in hilltop apartments, which were on-campus apartments, but they were like four-bedroom, four-man apartments. So most of the the athletes would live there because it was near all of the athletic facilities. And we lived across the hall from um, Maria Conlin, Diana Tarasi, Ashley Battle, and Ashley Valley. So we were like waiting for them to come home after they won their national championship. Um, you know, yep. and the men, the way the schedule was, the men won first. 
So it was like this big, huge thing when the men won and then the women won and we were going crazy, but it wasn't as big of a party on campus. Um, I kind of wish it was like, it was flip flop for them, but um, they were a big deal. Like it was, it was insane. It was awesome. I always thought like yeah, football, like, football players and hockey players were the same type of athlete, same type of individual. Um, so we got along great at Boston College with those guys. Was it the women's basketball team that you guys were close with and hanging out with? And you know, we kind of got. I mean, we kind of got along with with everybody. I mean, we had friends on the field hockey teams, the lacrosse teams. Um, yeah, I think it was more like we were the crazy bunch, and everybody was like. <laughs> I don't know if we want to hang out. By the way, was that yeah. a, was that an was that an athletic dorm? By the way, because I think that would be against the NCAA rules. Where I don't think they were allowed to have full <laughs> athletic like dorms. Well, I think I mean, they, they had, had to all open these it national up. Championships. They had, they, they they had to, there. Was there regular yeah. students in there? Were there so civilians we were in there? Athletic dorms. There you go. But okay. We but we definitely they were open to only juniors and seniors. But it just so happened that you know. Every athlete who wanted to get in there, junior and senior. Oh, it was a coincidence. Sorry, yeah. I got you. Right. You didn't live above an Amato's and get thrown out halfway through your sophomore year like me? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. You guys were taken care of there. I get it. So um, yeah. with with the, I mean, with those two championships, I mean, that's, I remember this type of stuff. It was Richard he, Hamilton, right? He was on, he was, uh, he was on the men's team, I believe at that time. He might have been younger than that. I think no, it was a second no, wave. No, because no, it might, I think it was, it was a second Ke- wave. No, it wasn't Kemba. Kemba was later. No, it might have been I Kemba. think it was no. Hamilton. No, it wasn't. Hamilton was older than I was. Yeah, I, he yeah, was, he was, was older than us. Yeah. Damn it. Well, was it? it wasn't Ray Allen. No, no. it was young. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Sorry. 2004. Max will look this up for us. 2004 uh, men's right. uh, uh, basketball. Man, you know what? That, I mean, you guys got a lot of national championships. That's kind of cool. Well, that's what I was going to say. Pick, it's like can't your even campus, figure what, which one it is. Yeah, your campus must have been great because I just remember being at school and being fired up on like the Red Sox and the Patriots and everything were winning. Like that was like we were burning down the place for that. But like if it's your own school. That's like having all the success, and you're Division One athlete. There, it's got to be like, I mean, mayhem for a week, probably. I mean, oh, not, well, many, not was, much class. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, and it, you know, we were we were finished our season too, so it was like, you know, an added added bonus yeah. for our um, off off season. <laughs> got it. Um, yeah. It was it was crazy. It was it was unbelievable. But I mean. The women were so successful for. I think they won three of the four years that I was there. Yeah. Like it was. I think they won eighteen they of the won? last twenty. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm pretty sure they won. I don't they think they lost year. in ten years or something. Not, yeah. they, they lost a few this year, but there was a yeah, streak where they were it, going like 150 games without losing. Yeah. yeah, it was it was crazy. It was it was definitely a fun a fun time to to be there, and it's it's really exciting to see now um, both hockey programs in hockey East. Um, now the men that now the men are in hockey East. Um, and the success that they're having too, I think, especially with the new rank, it's just going to take like UConn hockey in general to just yep. another level. So for we, sure. Now this is like we like to get into this stuff with, with with everybody that we have on. It's I'm assuming you have a, your phone and you have a text thread, you know, that you're sitting there and like you have your what? Who's your big group? Because like that's what this whole podcast is about. It's being yeah, able to like you shoot the shoot the text. We don't, need we don't need names. You don't need names. But it's like, sure. is it your is it your high school friends that you have the biggest click with? Is it your college group? Like, because I'm assuming like that team is really close, right? Is that and do you still see each other? I mean, probably everybody's like running around all over the place. You have kids now; it's nuts, but you still can shoot them a text and be like, "Hey, you want to have a bottle of wine <laughs> or two? Yeah, <laughs> you know, so, like is that or two? Yeah, over the phone. Yeah, yeah. Ex- over the phone. It's, exactly. Well, you could do it over yeah. Zoom in the last year. Yeah, right? I mean, come on, yeah. don't act like yeah, you didn't so, do it. So that's the funny thing. So. Because we were the we were the first big recruiting class to mm-hmm. for UConn hockey, so we had like sixteen freshmen at one time. Um, oh, so wow. it was like it was it was crazy. Um, and then by the end of our senior year of that class, we had nine of us left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some transferred, some quit, some you know, you name it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we call ourselves the original nine. Oh, cool! And. Um, we've always been super, super close. Like we're, yeah. we were all in each other's weddings. Like I had eight of them in mine. Um, 
you know, it, I had more Division One hockey players than my husband did in my on my yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we're super close. But then when the pandemic hit, like you said, like we're all so all over the place and everybody's jobs and kids and just craziness. And then when the pandemic hit, we were all kind of like at home doing nothing. One, one night, it was like a Friday night. And I think it was like maybe two months into this whole thing somebody was like, do you guys want to get on a zoom happy hour? And we were like, yeah. So then we all got on. And since then, like we've, the, um, you know, the text thread that we've been on has just been like, it's, it's literally daily. Um, you know, it brought us all so much closer together and reconnected and not that we'd ever like, you know, not been close, but there'd been, you know, maybe two or three here, two or three there that had always, you know, kind of like, the, I, the girls that are in Boston are usually the closest to me, but now it's like everybody got back together and it's one of, one of my teammates just had a, a baby boy on Friday and it was like, you know, everybody's texting on Friday morning, like any updates, blah, blah, you know, yeah. so it's just a cool, it, it was cool to reconnect. Unfortunately, the way we all got back that close was through the, yeah, you know, right. the COVID pandemic, but it's been, it's been awesome to, to really stay that close with everybody again. And that's, so that's, yeah, that's definitely my, the college girls are definitely my, you know, my biggest closest group. Um, just cause I, and I moved around a lot like in high school, so didn't stay as close to those, mm-hmm. you know, those people. And, um, so yeah, they're, they would definitely be my, they're my number ones for sure. I guess with the original nine that included the 16 early on, how tough was it? in the early stages of that program. I mean, you guys, oh, had, to, you guys had to have taken some bumps uh, early on. Oh, our very first, I'm talking very first game is a road trip to University of Wisconsin, who was number two in the country at that time. So we had to build up a schedule, right? Because we needed teams to come to us. So we were playing, you know, we were playing non-conference games you know, in the Midwest, in the, wherever we could playing Minnesota, playing Wisconsin, playing Notre Dame, um, uh, or sorry, uh, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we go to Wisconsin and we're all like, we have no idea what to expect. We get in there. They have a beautiful, beautiful rink where like we get on the bus and the bus pulls like underneath, like in the rink and mm-hmm. everything. And we're going like, Whoa, this is huge. So <laughs> we, fi- we figure everyone's going to get fired up and be ready to go. We got spanked 10 to one our very first game. It was just like, it was a total eye opener. Like, okay, now this is, this yeah. is what we're playing. Like, yeah. You were 17, we 18 year olds, right? Like you were, you were maybe oh. a 19 year old. Like there was like 17, 18, 19. There's a Rob, huge Rob, difference. I mean, she went, she, I mean, she went out to M- Michigan too. So she's probably used to winning. Right, right. right. But I mean, like, you, when you put all like young kids together, where no, you take a it. number two team in yep. the country, there's probably seven seniors, six juniors. Yeah. You know, like they've been playing together for a few it, years. It's totally different. Yeah, and I mean, I was 17 as a freshman, so I didn't, I didn't even turn 18 till like my second semester. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Like there were 20 year old, you know, 20 year old women on the, on the yeah. you know, yeah. seniors on their team. I, I, um, I get this so story was, because I, I literally like went through puberty when I was in college. Basically, I was a late, yeah. I was late to the growth. Just started game. I just started shaving. <laughs> you know, like it was. So I get it. You know, like when you're a freshman, you're not ready to. You're, it, there's a huge difference between a freshman and a senior when you're looking at like an undeveloped and a developed person. It's boy and man, girl and woman, like no question. Yeah, it's it was it was pretty crazy. But it, you know, it took that game for us to go like shake our hands and go, Whoa. Okay. And then we tied them two two the next, next day. So it was, you know, it was a, it was a really cool experience and it was probably, it was probably the right move on my coach's part to just throw us in the mix, you know, and get us Mm -hmm. all, all prepared. Um, but yeah, I mean, and we had freshman year was kind of crazy. Like we had some rough games like that, but by, you know, our senior year, we were number nine in the country. So we, Mm -hmm. you know, we totally, um, like you said, from, from having nine of us or 16 of us at that time as freshmen, all of a sudden you have this huge class of seniors, yeah. you flipped it around. Right. right? Yeah. So we were, yeah. we were that much more experienced. Um, I think we had four freshmen on the team at that point, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely a, definitely a, a cool journey to, you know, to see the, the growth of the team and players and everything. How long did you skate after you get done playing college? 
Did you play? Did you go try to skid? Was that when they just kind of got hung up? Or do you throw the skates on now at all? Like, can you get out there? And I can't, I can't stop. So I don't know how necessary. I'm not a, I can't yeah, hockey I think stop. I saw, oh, I, I thought think you said I you can't that. stop playing baseball. You no, no, you, God, no. You, I love yeah, stop. Okay. I love you can't stopping stop. that. Yeah. I, I got you. Okay. I can't stop on skates. No, like, yeah. yeah. But, Makes I mean, sense. Tiff, do you throw yeah, the skates on still? Yeah, I saw that video, Tiff. We need, to, we need to get you out there for some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I stop by hanging on to the side. Like, I, like, grab, like, the side of the bench. I'm like, okay, er, stop right yeah. here. That's it's it. Like yeah. you're, it's like you're yeah. skating in a romantic comedy. It is. <laughs> I pick up yes, my feet. Exactly. I, I do, like, I pick up my feet and my arms like I'm running. I have no idea. So... Yeah, did, how long how long did you skate after and like are they are they still kind of hung up in the basement at the house? Yeah, they're well right now they're at the rink. Um because we have taken Elian uh, on the ice a couple times. Um mm-hmm. so I did find them. I dusted yeah. them off mm-hmm. for my daughter's sake. Um but well, my so the year after I graduated, I was actually an assistant coach for the for Yukon for the team. So I, you know, was obviously skating that the year after and it was actually more recruiting than than anything um but after that like i didn't play in any pick up leagues women's leagues yeah. or anything yeah I, we were living in rhode island there wasn't the, the every um all the d1 girls that kind of lived around here played out of boston yeah and i was yeah. like you know what i'm not making that drive at nine o'clock on sunday night yeah, to play at like eleven yeah. fifty. Do you, do you ever get the itch yeah. though? I know you. I know you don't want to drive. I get that. I don't want to go up there on a Sunday night either. But do you ever get the itch to go play? Yeah, I do. Um, I have a, one of one of the one of my friends. She's a goalie, and she plays like three times a week still, and has like two kids, and she plays with like she plays in a men's league with her dad and her brothers, and I mean she's like nonstop. So she's been trying to get me to play, and I'm like, oh god. I don't know. Like yeah. maybe if I got out there for a couple practices or something first, but um, I think once Eliana start, well, if she starts, that's a whole other thing. The pressure, right? Once if you have two athletes as mom and dad, and it's mm-hmm. like, so is your kid gonna play? It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. no, I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't think she has a choice. To be honest with you, Tiff. I mean, no, I mean right. come on. <laughs> I think she's gonna she's gonna be around the rink a lot. Yeah, gonna be there a lot for sure. One of the one of the best. Um, uh, like non-athlete after stories is with Tiff. So, so Drew, her husband Frank, who is our CFO, and myself played on a baseball uh, team, like a slow pitch. No, like a men's <laughs> baseball league. The, maybe my first oh, year working with you guys, or second I year. I wish it was slow pitch. It oh, was God. a full, it was full nine baseball inning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was brutal. No thanks. Baseball league. Uh, it was. <laughs> You think it was brutal playing? Try watching. Oh yeah. I think Nelly and I must have polished off like yeah three bottles of wine through the game. Oh. Yeah. Tiff came to one. I, so Tracy came to one game. My Dude, wife never. was like, "Wait a minute, no! I thought this was going to be like you know like the other games that I went through that you played at." And I was like, "No." So Tiff was at a game though. Yeah, I think you were at this one. I'm pretty sure where I was. I know exactly. What Drew, you're say. me, Drew, and Frank batted like one, two, three, like in the order, you know. So. Uh, Frank gets up, hits like an infield ground ball, starts to leg it out, leg it out, leg it out down the line, pulls up hard, like really bad, like somebody shot him with a gun and collapses at first base as hard as you can, no movement, face in the dirt, arms down, and Drew's yelling from the bench, leg or heart, Frank, leg or heart, and he's then he starts pointing to his hamstring. His hamstring, oh my gosh. All time all-time hamstring blowout like not a not a not like a, a tear like a full-on removal from the bone <laughs> you know like where it's rolled up in the back of his ass you know? <laughs> just dead and that that's um, my that like, was a that was a great life for like to, please tell me you were laughing in the stands at that oh point. god uh, yeah. nelly and i were crying as soon as, yeah. we, as soon as we saw that he pointed to his leg and then we were like okay oh we thought, he, was, we thought he had attack. a heart attack leg, leg <laughs> or heart yeah <laughs> He went down that hard and that quick. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, like what you guys were thinking, what they were thinking, Ugh. you know, get, getting into. And I mean, Dan, you would have died. It was like the full squad locker, full button uniforms. uniforms. 
They had matching belts. Oh, you look pants. good. You look good. Oh, yeah. I got I, we you. got a picture somewhere, Tiff. I'll find it for Dan. I'll find it for you, Max. You oh, can yeah. post it. Tiff, I think the moral of that story is we usually don't think about things before we do them. Well, the, the and that's what I was going to say, Dan. Like, you and I have talked about a bunch. Like, hey, do you want to go play, like, pick up basketball in East Greenwich or something? There's, like, all these men's basketball leagues. And, I, and we both say the Sounds same thing. Sounds fun. I'd love to do it. I'd love to go get that like hour long sweat in, but I also know that I'm going to blow my Achilles out, and it's just like, yeah. what day is that going to happen? You know what right. I mean? And, well, and then, because that competitive <laughs> nature is still yeah. there, where you're going to go so hard, except like yep. you can't go that hard anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> exactly. We're all in the same yeah. boat. Yep. No e- doubt about exactly. It. No question. Yeah. Tiff, here's a question for you: If you, um, your daughter's playing, what is what what's the number one skill that you think a hockey player needs to have get rid of get get rid of the attitude get rid of like the motivation you know that that's a given but if stick handling puck handling vision or skating you know what what do they need to do first to be a good hockey player yeah you have to have wheels you have to you have to learn you have to skate you have to be able to skate you have to be able to move laterally you have to skating is like everything you can teach you can teach the hands afterwards and you can teach, you know, the more you practice, you can, you can get the vision and the, you know, skating is, is huge to learn how to skate properly, get a good stride. I mean, that was one, um, that was one thing. I'll leave that one to Drew because him and his brothers, both or all three of them were, were unbelievable skaters. They were all really, really fast. Um, they could move that. That's that, that's what I would, I would say is your, your biggest, asset as a as a hockey player was that your biggest sure. asset were you a good skater did you have wheels you said wheels yeah, I was fine. is that the term I, I wasn't like i definitely i definitely wasn't maybe the fastest person on the ice but i was no i wasn't the slowest either like i was i i could skate i was i yeah We'll post uh, we'll post my skating video, Max, in here, so people can see we my can do, wheels. We should do a side by side. Find it, <laughs> side find one of Tiff and put we'll, you by side. Yeah, we'll put us both on the line. Split screen. And we'll, see. we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's, it's soft. Do you have, do you have besides the ten uh, one defeat? Do you have any games that you remember? Like, oh, I you know I nailed it, or you know. Well, the defeat was one you always forget. No, but you didn't. You always remember the losses and all that stuff when you get your ass handed to you. There's no doubt about that. But do you have one like, hey, I played the perfect game. I played as Mm -hmm. good as I could have played. Yeah, it would probably – yeah, there's one that, like you said, there's always one that sticks out. And it was our senior year um, Hockey East Championship. Uh, We were in the semifinals playing against UNH and – we were tied four four going into when we were in double overtime, and um, one of my one thing that I did was not that was not my my biggest asset of my game was my shot, and we were actually on a power play, and I just wheeled into the above the circles and ripped a slap shot and scored to win the game, and like that was I never did that ever. Um, and I was like, if I miss the net, my coach is going to absolutely murder me because like, <laughs> you know, when you're on the power play, you go in, you set it up, you know, mm-hmm. do something nice. Yeah. Just, just rip the slap shot and happen to go in. So, um, we ended up going to the, to the, um, championship game of the, of the hockey East finals. Um, unfortunately we lost to Providence in the championship, but, um, but yeah, that would probably be, uh. That was kind of the. What about the, the? What about we all have that person that we hate going against? Yeah. Or maybe maybe you don't hate them, but you always are like, oh, we're in for a long long day on this one. Who was that one girl for you? Name the name too. You didn't, we'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> Who was the one like, oh, I got to play her again? Or so team. okay. You've are got we one. actually doing names? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So Providence College was always a rival of ours at UConn. Um, even our coaches kind of always like. Off the ice, they were fine, but they always kind of battled. Um, so that would get us fired up too, you know. And you, you saw your, your coach is kind of going at it. Um, and there was a girl that played for them that was our same recruiting year, and she actually played for Shattuck St. Mary's prior to when I was playing for Bell Tire. So like all through high school, we played against each other. Then we get to college, we also played against each other. Um, she was for Michigan as well. Um, yeah, and she played for for Providence College. So that. Mm. Her name was Rush Zimmerman. She was a very, very good hockey player. Big, very big girl too. Um, she was like six one, probably. Sounds like um, a hockey name. 
Yeah. Rush? You say Rush? Yeah, R- Rush, Rush Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yep. Max, we'll have to um, find her. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Tiffany, call your social out. security number. We'll identity theft. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we were. Uh, yeah, we always we always kind of battled um, on the ice. Nice. You know, we got along off the ice yeah, good pretty battles. well after, yeah. after college. You, brought, but, you both um, brought out the best in each other. That's what we like to find. Yeah. So you're, so you're going to remember that. So you're going to remember that name. Everybody has the name. You know what I mean? Like Dan yeah. has the name. I've got the name. You've got the name. That's what we, one thing we found with everyone. They always oh, have Oh, everybody's somebody. got a name. So you're with, you've been with technically Squad Locker for, for a long time now since you got out of college, right? I mean, it was Turfer for, it was Turfer for a while. That's when I met yeah. you. That's when we worked together with Squad Locker now. We just did a CCM ad read. Yep. So like CCM's like a big deal for us now, which is awesome. Um, yeah. You know, it's power CCM pretty much, you know, all the time. So that part's exciting. Uh, you got to stay in the game, which is fun. Is that something that you were looking to do? Like, you know, stay somewhat in some type of athletic, like, environment, you know, whether it was working with a program, working with apparel that goes to program, something like that. Was that, like, the next step? Yeah, absolutely. When I first um, got the job with Turfer, like, that was – my main focus was okay go after all the hockey conferences and mm-hmm. the, the and it, our main focus there was college hockey at that time uh, we mm-hmm. were doing you know custom outerwear for college uh coaches and players and for ice so, hockey I mean, teams with the name turfer it was hilarious it was like we are the most amount of clients right. we had was all men's and women's ice hockey teams and the name of the company was turfer right. so it was like yeah yeah it was, it was Yeah, different. to the point where we'd be getting calls asking people to do their lawn. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, like at trade shows, you know how they have like sections of like vendors? Yeah. We would get stuck with like the turf people. So like oh, all yeah, the, yeah. you know, the everybody that does facilities, like the scoreboard people and the mm-hmm. turf fields and the nets and whatever. And then there'd be us. And then the apparel people would be like, down yeah. like four aisles away. Yeah, you maybe should maybe um, should have rethought that name. That that, that really doesn't. Yeah, well, that was that was an well. existing name, but Tiff and yeah, I it also was an inherited. Yeah, that, we went to name. we went to a um, ABCA, so American Baseball Coaches Association conference. Me, Tiff, and Drew. That was Drew was working there too before he was, you know, in the yeah. hockey scene coaching. And I remember remember their uh, their ship pipe broke in the in the conference. <laughs> <laughs> happened to be like the drain for it happened to be like in front right of our booth, to our booth. <laughs> so we just went down there we're like what are we supposed to do and they're like well we can't move you we can't move this whole row so like i don't know like i guess this like no one's gonna come down here because it smells like a big turd <laughs> so like we just went out to eat like three days in a row and then went home <laughs> so. it was like we had no other option yeah was that no- was it that's should, all we should did. Have, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a bad. That was a pretty bad one. Yeah, yeah. that was not good. Um, so, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, obviously, you know, getting into, you know, still staying in the the athletic world was was a huge, huge, um, you know, plus, and 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 still is. I mean, you get to have normal conversations with people that you know doing about stuff that we know and, yeah. and you know, like to talk about. So. Yeah, that's the that's the I think that you're starting to learn this too. Like the part about this job that's fun is like it's easy to talk about sports and stuff, and that's what almost all these people are doing, right? Yep. That's like they're trying to outfit for that thing. So it's like a natural that a Division one hockey player like does this well, and a baseball player and a football player, and like we have a culture of athletes around here, which is fun. So, yep. no, um, it's a, our it's a good team. Yeah, it's a good team. It's a good team. A lot of different all stars. Our our. One of our favorite questions we asked everybody, Tiff, and you've heard this probably with Drew, we ask everybody what favorite Gatorade color, you know, they they like to drink. And I'm in a – so my daughter's at home sick this week, so she's she's been just pounding Gatorade, and I have all the different colors. She's a blue fan, I learned, by the way, okay. which is strange. Not original. She doesn't, love, she doesn't love yellow. She'll drink orange. Doesn't like red. What's your what's your I mean right now my whole fridge is all Pedialyte and Gatorade. <laughs> so what's your which I'm sure you've been in the same boat, Tiff, but mine is too because Drew just got his second COVID shot. So. Oh, oh yeah, boy. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say, or you guys went out last night, so one or the other. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what's your what's your Gatorade color? Because you're gonna be It's you're... blue. I'm a blue okay. I'm a blue fan too. Yep. Um, seems, seems like it's a funny. Every, one. Time, every time I even I even drink it at all, it reminds me of like in college, when you woke up, when you the night after you did go out, oh, yeah. and like you had your little mini fridge next to your bed, ice and cold. 
Yeah. Just ice cold, like have a big chug or yeah. something. It's always that blue Gatorade that comes, you know, yeah. comes to mind. And if so, it wasn't yeah. in the fridge, it was in the the cardboard crate under your bed in the plastic, and you still just <laughs> ripped it out and just chugged it anyway. It's like got all over right. you. She's like, let yeah. me drink as much as we yeah. can. So it would be it would be blue, blue okay. for me. All right, perfect. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you on, Tiff, and obviously I've loved working with you for however many years now. I won't even say the amount of years. It's it's double digits, but thanks for coming on. Thanks for chatting with us. And you're, you know, you're, you're not past your prime. We still, we talked no, a lot no. of people about being past their prime, like maybe on the ice, but we're all, we're all in our prime now here working at Squad Locker. So there you go. Thanks, We'll just Tiff. keep telling ourselves that, Tiff. We'll keep we telling ourselves that. <laughs> we will. All right, Tiff. Well, thanks right. for having me on, guys. See you later. Thanks, right. Tiff. All bye. Right. All right, bye. bye. See ya. Past Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel, delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.